listeners, and welcome back to the Rocky Hill Deckhands Radio Theater. This episode, we have a special treat, Stephanie Meyer's Twilight, an original adaptation by Lucia, directed by Lucia and Jack. I know you'll enjoy it. Happy listening. Thank you for tuning in to Twilight in Adaptation. 17-year-old Bella Swan moves from Phoenix, Arizona to Forks, Washington to live with her dad. At her new high school, she finds herself absolutely captured by the mystery of another student, Edward Cullen. Is Edward a normal teenage boy, or is there more to this story? Find out in Twilight, an adaptation. Now, you know if you change your mind, I'll race back here from where Raquel's game is. You won't change my mind, Mom. You might. You've always hated Forks. It's not about Forks. It's about Dad. I mean, two weeks a year, we barely know each other. Mom, I want to go. It's fine. Your hair is longer. I cut it since last time I saw you. Guess it grew out again. How's your mom? She's good. I put grandpa's old desk in your room and I cleared out some shelves in the bathroom. That's right, one bathroom. I'll just put these up in your room. I got it. (laughs) Bella, you remember Jacob. Glad you're finally here. Charlie hasn't stopped talking about you since you told him you were coming. I'm Jacob. We made mud pies together when we were little kids. Yeah, I think I remember. So maybe we could carpool to school? I go to school on the other side of town. Too bad. Would have been nice to know at least one person. Bella notices Edward, his back to her, sitting at a front table when she walks into her first class at Forks High School. The breeze she creates when she passes Edward's table lifts a piece of paper next to him. He inhales, then abruptly stiffens. He grabs onto the edge of the table, crumbling it slightly. No one notices. There's only one empty seat next to Edward, but as Bella approaches, she's taken aback when he slowly looks up at her his eyes cold black with repulsion, fury, as if looks could literally kill. Bella knocks someone's book bag off their chair. She replaces it, mumbling an apology, then slinks reluctantly into her seat. Edward jerks away from her to the extreme edge of his chair. Bella glances at Edward, who averts his face, holding a hand over his nose as if he smells something horrible. Bella, shrinking, subtly sniffs the air, smelling nothing. Then she sniffs her hair. It's fine. She's perplexed. She can see Edward's hands under the table, clenched into fists. Bella is utterly baffled and deeply insecure. As the bell rings, Edward bolts out the door. 
other kids and Bella exit a moment later. Bella looks down the hall. He's gone. A few weeks pass and Bella begins to unravel the mystery of Edward. They sit next to each other in science class every day and naturally become acquainted with one another. Why didn't you stay with your mom and stepdad? All right. Phil's a minor league baseball player, so he travels a lot. And my mother stayed home with me, but it made her unhappy. So I decided to spend some time with my father. But now you're unhappy. No, I, I just... I'm just trying to figure you out. You're very hard to read. Did you get contacts? No. Your eyes were black before, and now they're this, like, golden brown, or...? It's just the fluorescence. Bella, look out! Dad, calm down. I'm so sorry, Bella. I tried to stop. It's okay, Tyler. It sure as hell is not okay. Dad, it's not his fault. We nearly lost one. But you didn't. Tyler, you can kiss your license goodbye. Well, I heard the chief's daughter was here. Good. Dr. Cullen. There's some swelling, but thankfully no concussion. I'm so sorry, Bella. I'm really... <sighs> it would have been a lot worse if Edward hadn't knocked me out the way. Edward? Your boy? It was amazing. He got to me so fast, he was nowhere near me. As long as you're safe. Can I talk to you for a moment? How did you get over to me so quickly? I was standing right next to you. You were next to your car, across the lot? No, I wasn't. Yes, you were. You are confused. You hit your head. I know what I saw. And what exactly was that? You stopped that van. You pushed it away. No one would believe that. I wasn't planning to tell anyone. I just want to know the truth. Can't you just thank me and get over it? Thank you? You're not going to let it go, are you? No. Then I hope you enjoyed disappointment. Then why did you even bother? I don't know. La Push, you in? Should I know what that means? La Push Beach, down on the other side of town. We're all going after school. Big swell coming in. And I don't just surf the internet. Jessica, you stood up once on a phone board. There's whale watching too. Come with. A push. Fine, I'll go. I said it would be better if we weren't friends. Not that I didn't want to be. <laughs> what does that even mean? It means if you were smart, you'd avoid me. So let's say, for argument's sake, that I'm not smart. Would you talk to me? Tell me the truth? Probably not. I'd rather hear your theories. Okay. 
How about radioactive spiders, kryptonite? You're talking about superheroes. What if I'm not a hero? What if I'm a bad guy? No, I don't believe that. You're not bad. You can be a jerk, but it's like this mask to keep people away. Look, why don't we just hang out? Like, come to the beach with us. It'll be fun. Sand fleas, windburn, saltwater stinging your eyes. Which beach? The push. Is something wrong with that beach? It's just a little crowded. Bella, where the hell have you been, Loka? <laughs> so what did your friend mean about the Colons not coming here? Oops, caught that, huh? I'm not supposed to say anything. I can keep a secret. <laughs> it's just an old scary story. Do you know my family is supposedly descended from wolves? <laughs> like fur fangs and doggy breath? <laughs> so the legend about the Colons is? Well, they're supposedly descended from this, like, enemy clan, but they claim to be different, so we made a treaty with them. Didn't they just move here? Or just move back. Right. So, what was this treaty? If they promised to stay off our side of the town, we wouldn't expose what they really were to the Pale Faces. Wait, what were they really? It's <laughs> just a story, Bella. He's not here. Whenever the weather's nice, the Cullens disappear. They just ditch? No, Dr. and Mrs. Cullen yanked them out for hiking and camping and stuff. I tried the idea out on my parents, not even close. <laughs> You're not eating? I'm on a special diet. Like keto? Not exactly. So, how about some answers? Yes, no. To get to the other side in 1.77245. I didn't ask for the square root of pi. You knew that? You said before that you heard what those people were thinking. Can you read minds? I'm thinking of getting a 900 number. All right, so you read minds. What am I thinking? Wait. Okay, now go. I have no idea. I can read every mind in there except yours. Work, money, school, money, boyfriend problems. And you? Nothing. It's quite frustrating. Why? What's wrong with me? I tell you I read minds and you think there's something wrong with you? What is it? I don't have the strength to stay away from you anymore. Edward, you don't have to. This is wrong. Edward? We should go. Bella leaves through a book she recently bought on the other side of town. She sees photos of ancient carved masks, comical, menacing, haunting. Then she stops in a photo of a white mask with black eyes and a row of sharp teeth. The inscription reads, The Cold One. Bella quickly goes to her computer and googles Cold One and clicks a link to The Cold One. 
of a Tomkin, and several pictures begin loading. The seductive Apatomkin with his ice-blue skin, devouring his victims in tapestries, engravings, paintings. Creatures, beautiful and horrific, craven skeletal demons attacking villages, perfectly sculpted predators, luring innocent mavens. Then several words leap out in quick succession. Speed. Strength. Cold-skinned. Immortal. Then finally, blood drinker. It, it's not possible. You're impossibly fast and strong. Your skin is pale white, ice cold. Your eyes change color. And sometimes you speak like, like you're from a different time. You never eat food or drink or come out into the sunlight. And you said no to the beach ship only after you heard where it was. Because of the treaty. How old are you? Seventeen. How long have you been seventeen? A while. I know what the cold ones are. What you are. Say it. Out loud, say it. Vampire. Are you afraid? No. Then ask me the most basic question. What do we eat? You won't hurt me. You're different. You think you know me? Where are we going? Up the mountain. Out of the cloud bank. You need to see what I really am. What I look like in the harsh light of the sun. No, the sunlight will kill you. Myth. You need to see the truth. Slow down. Are you afraid? No. Then come with me. Some place where no one can protect you. I'm not afraid. You should be. Hold on, spider monkey. Are you afraid? No. Edward, where are you? This is why we don't show ourselves in sunlight. This is what I am. You're beautiful. Beautiful? I'm a killer, Bella. This is the skin of a killer. I don't believe that. Because you believe the lie, the camouflage. I'm the world's most dangerous predator. Everything about me invites you in. My voice, my face, even my smell. As if I need any of that. As if you could outrun me. As if you could fight me off. I'm designed to kill. You don't care. I've killed people. It doesn't matter. I wanted to kill you. I've never wanted a human's blood so much in my life. I'm dangerous to you. I trust you. Don't. I trust you, Edward. I'm here. Me and my family, we're different from others of our kind. We're not nomadic. We have a permanent home. We only hunt animals, and we've learned to control our thirst. But you, your scent, it's like a drug to me. My own personal brand of heroin. Oh, I thought you hated me when we met. I did. I'm still not sure I can control myself. I know you can. I wish I could understand this thing you see in me. You look at me with those eyes. I, I can't read your mind. Tell me what you're thinking. I'm afraid. Good. Not of that. I'm afraid you'll disappear. That I'll lose you. You don't know how long I've looked for you.
Thank you for listening to this adaptation of Twilight. This production was directed by Lucia Cato and Jack Sweeney. We would like to thank Elliot Osbury, our stage manager, and Sarah Laurent for her work on tech. Bella Swan was played by Juliana Hayes. Edward Cullen was played by Ava Grenier-Riley. Jacob Black was played by Thomas Fitzgerald. Gregory Tatavian played the narrator and Dr. Cullen. Lily Kutcher played Charlie Swan and Jessica. And Tyler and Renee were played by Bridget Vanderveer.